to another edition of Fellowship and Freedom, brought to you by the good folks over there at On the Wake Up Radio. I'm your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and I'm actually joined by Ezekiel Reyes, I want to say of Black Sun Organized, it's Ezekiel Reyes of, of his new page, Revolution. Ezekiel, my friend, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, I know you remember, you know, I know you remember me of uh, Black Sun Organite, you know, but uh, currently uh, <laughs> that's not the case right now. <laughs> I know, man, it's just it's just habit to like put your name in that sentence and that title being yours. And I feel like that's something we'll talk about in this actual episode. Uh, why? You know, your has a different account What's going on with look at that just to give people a kind of background update for slash refresher earlier this year you you glitched out for like 10 seconds i'm sure i'm sure there's there's always some connectivity issues uh, but for people that are tuning in and who want a little bit of background uh we had ezekiel reyes on our show Actually, we did an Instagram Live earlier in the year with Ezekiel, uh, where we were talking about the power of Organite, living in authenticity, psychic abilities, and so much more. I'll be sure to put that link in the description bar below so you can go watch and or listen to the previous time we had him on. We talked about spirituality, empathy, extrasensory perception, and so many other things uh, that we wanted to get him back on to talk about more. And unfortunately, my good friend Ezekiel joins us today uh, to talk about a few controversies within the within the conscious community, as well as other things uh, that we can do, individuals can do, to begin to, to 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 live more in that authenticity, to become more conscious creators, and to be more uh, to be more real is the simplest way to say it. And with that being said, Ezekiel, thank you for joining us. Hey, um, so I just want to start by saying uh, thank you for that intro and. Uh, I'm happy to be on. Um, you know, I want to start by saying that just because someone claims that they are spiritual or conscious or even vegan for that matter, any sort of conscious kind of um, person that claims to be that or even acts in that way does does not necessarily mean they have good intentions or they are uh, a good person, you know? Um, Some people wear spirituality as a mask, is what you're saying. Exactly. So a lot of people wear spirituality masks, and it's actually a, it's kind of a little epidemic lately within different spiritual groups. And um, I actually got a message from Dakota of the Earth, he has a big uh, YouTube channel, and he was talking about how Koi Fresco, who has another big YouTube channel, he has half a million uh, subscribers, how Koi Fresco uses spirituality uh, to just uh, scam people out of their money. And um, I hear stories, uh, well, this particular story... Um, Koi, you know, you order something from him and sometimes you never get it or it comes three months late or he doesn't want to refund your money. 
Um, and these are some of the inauthenticities that are rampant in the spiritual community, unfortunately. And uh, um, it's just, it's becoming more and more apparent that, you know, this is part of what's been happening, you know, lately, you know, in the spiritual community. A lot of different um, people using spirituality to to gain something out of the, another person or individuals in a not-so-nice manner, you know? <clears throat> well, I, I want to I, I speak on that because I definitely agree. I think what ends up happening within, like, the conscious community, the spiritual community, what ends up happening is people see these these ideas or they see things that they like and they buy these things to to somewhat enrich their spirituality, but it's not the same. It, 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 you can't have, like, a material approach towards spirituality. And so whenever you have these kind of like conscious scam artists that exploit people who want to actually believe in these things and, 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 and empower themselves, you have people that take advantage of that. They see that as an opportunity, and then they screw people over. Is that about right? Yeah. And, yeah, this, you know, actually this, the whole story um, with, uh, you know, Dakota of the Earth and um, Koi Fresco, this is something that, Dakota messaged me actually last night about it, um, and so this is like you. So this is like another recent issue. It yeah, it's it's interesting because I I received this message from Dakota right, you know, right after you know some events that happened to me, you know, um, so and, and, and was that in? In a way, I think it's it's what the universe is telling me is just to be to be more have more discernment and trust my intuition more. You know, <clears throat> at least I know I don't, I don't I don't know. It's up to you whether or not you want to mention specifics. I don't want to I don't want to put your personal information out there. Uh, but for people that for, for people that don't know, Ezekiel had his Black Sun Organite page and. Essentially, he was he was he was targeted by people within the community for doing the same thing that the people who targeted him were doing, and so now it seems. And, and the reason I'm, I don't want to the reason I have to be vague about it is because I, I don't want to I don't want to say too much, but it seems like now you're getting uh, messages from other people that are basically in the same situation you're in for just trying to create something productive or to create something conscious to actually just do your job and because you're not basically jumping whenever other people are telling you to jump that's causing issues or or, or basically you're not well, taking that well, your the, the message i got from dakota was he was just saying that you know he was just bringing up to light some of um because some people who follow his channel also follow follow koi's channel and the reason Dakota was bringing this to light was to make sure that, you know, people stopped being scammed, you know, and he wanted to help people out. That's why he was bringing this message. So, but they, you know, the difference between how I, what happened to me and what hap what's been, what, what happened to, you know, just people purchasing things is that, you know, the people who went after me damaged my whole business, you know. They came and 
uh, attempted to and um, to damage the, the the whole business as a whole and really take it off its rails. So, um, it's a you know I'm 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 trying hard not to not to go into what we talked about about this, but I really think people have to understand that there are people within the community, within this truth seeking conscious spiritual community who really are doing like deceitful things like a lot of people and I, and I don't want to mention any names but there's some accounts out there who come in the face of like love light and positivity they tell you all the right things but i'm telling you on the back end they're out there trying to scam you and figure out how to get your dollars in the name of love light and positivity and i feel like that's the major issue people don't see that you have people like like ezekiel said at the start of it wearing spirituality as a mask when really they're scam artists and and there's some big pages out there that i think people already understand are doing this type of stuff and and for me i think that's what i worry about is because these things do have a they do have legitimacy in them like your organized pyramids have legitimacy in them there's there's a theory behind crystals there's behind crystals there's so much information behind the power i don't think i don't think we can't even use that word because then um carl hans wells will come after you know, people by using that word. Um, and see that, and that was some of the ridiculousness that you were subjected to. Can, do do you want to tell the audience about that? Because I feel like the legalese behind literally not being able to say a word is 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 ridiculous. Do you want to do you want to tell people about so, that? So this, this is what happened. So about, I think it's almost almost three months ago. I would say two and a half months ago. Um, I wake up one morning and I notice that I can't log into my account. Then I'm like, okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll try a couple times and see if I can log in. And then, um, I, I, since I have other accounts, smaller accounts, I look and I look with my other account and it's. It's just a blank page. It just says no post, and it says my my handle. I'm like, what? What the hell? What happened? And um, so, uh, you know, I quickly realized that my page was taken down, and um, so I, you know, over the course of a few weeks, I emailed, I emailed Instagram, and they're. By the way, Instagram is a kind of a hard. It's kind of hard to get a hold of Instagram, and um, their support yes, team is. is not is not very useful. Um, they're very robotic, very very cold, um, and um, they're just there's there's no warmth in that company at all. And anyways, uh, they they the last email I got from them basically said that uh, Carl Hans Wells, who, by the way, Shane of Connecting Consciousness works for, um, um, and I'm, who, sure we'll, uh, I'm not sure if you want to, but we can get into that later on as well, but please so, continue. Anyways, anyways uh, so Carl Hans Wells, he, I got the, I got the, uh, the uh, the email saying that it was basically he 
copyright strikes a post, and because of that, the account was taken down. And I'm sure they didn't. Did, did first off, did they notify you which post? And then secondly, oh no, uh, no they, they they never told me. They never notified me that my account was going to be taken down, and um, they weren't they weren't even specific on what post it was that they like. I had to basically what they said to me is that. They, um, what they said to me is that in order for me to get my account back, I need, I need to, I need to contact Wells and ask and, and ask him that, tell him that, uh, or negotiate with Wells saying that what he did was not a cop, was not copyright. And obviously because Wells is a bitter old man. He he's not gonna like say it was a mistake, you know, because he purposely did that. So that's the, that's like one of the most messed up things about this system is that, or the way that whole that whole Instagram system is, is that it's like in order for me to get my account back, I have to get approval from the guy who took it down, saying it was a mistake. That's ridiculous. And hence is why I say I need a lawyer, you know. <laughs> but I, I just feel like that's even ridiculous in itself to copyright the word organite and then to use that as like a means to target you. Like that's a level of, of and when we talked about this, I said well, the same thing. I'm like, that's a level of pettiness I don't understand. Here's the thing that the word, the word organite has been copyrighted since the 90s and... It wasn't recently. Uh, uh, it wasn't recently until Miles um, started coming after a lot of people in the community. Not just me. He came after my friend uh, Metrayanta Miguel from Mexico. He creates beautiful and powerful resonant organ pyramid, organ necklaces and pendants. And um, he Wells. Um, came after his Etsy account and took down about 47 listings from his Etsy. You know, wow. notifying notifying Etsy saying that uh, that uh, it was a a violation of of you know um, a, like a copyright strike. But here's the crazy thing. Wells uh, so Miguel, you know, he's a smart guy. He just he he revamped his his wording and just didn't use the word organize. And what happened was the following weeks, not using the word organize, Wells comes again and with some with some BS saying that the the products that uh, Miguel was selling are not representing are misrepresenting what he sells. And they got another about 50 listings taken down. Wow. So, so it's not even about, it's not even like, he has a personal vendetta. Like, he just uses the copyright as an excuse to take people down. 
and e- and even if you, even if you're not using um, the copyrighted term organite, if you ha- are selling some kind of organ product, he wants you out of the picture, and he will find a way to try to mess your business up. So he's monopolizing organite essentially. Yes, he has his own products, which are basically um, um, organite, but with an electrical pulse in it, you know, and um, he wants to be the major supplier of that sort of, that sort of uh, technology, you know, and, um, and he's using legalese to try to exterminate his competition. Oh yeah, he he. I think he has several lawyers that that he 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 uses to threaten threaten people. Um, and um, he um <clears throat> actually so hit the his his page is actually Oregon Generator for you guys to know, and who the person who manages Oregon Generator is um nick and nick is carl hans wells's son and um because you know carl hans wells is an old man he's like i think 87 or something or 90 i don't know he's probably in late 80s early 90s and um so he's not in his he's not in good health right now and so his son nick is managing and a lot of the business nowadays, but Wells, you know, hasn't let go of any. He's still better, bitter as hell, and still goes after, um, tells Nick what to do, and goes after people. So he's essentially, God, I can't, I, I, I can't even believe this. You, you would figure that it's a, you would figure since Oregon is bringing so much joy to people, it's actually being able to solve problems. You can look at the work of Wilhelm Reich. You can see that, and so you have these people literally monopolizing and monetizing off of an idea that's designed to help people. And so that's that's what's crazy to me, is you're having this, this guy literally hold on to as much power as he has and then shoot down any of the competition, regardless of whether or not it's actually going to benefit other people. Like, that's the to me, that's the epitome of selfishness. Yeah, um, it's really sad to see the the level of, you know, and you know it's it's this is just one aspect, and um, it's a very niche niche it's a very niche down community in the spiritual community. There's little niches in the spiritual community. We have people who are selling, you know, different courses on meditation or retreats or whatever you know and the, the niche that i specific niche i was in was just the um the organ healing tool niche and and that's my little community that i've been involved with for a long time but what i'm saying is that <clears throat> there is a lot of this happening in, in the spiritual community not not just within my community but in different aspects you know people getting ripped off for online courses on spirituality and, um, you know, 
you know, hella expensive spiritual retreats and, um, you know, yoga yeah. course. You know, it's, it's, just, it's just a lot. It's just a lot of, of you know, basically uh, this, this, this harmony, or, or I don't know what you would call it, basically, but there's a lot of ego involved. Deception. And, you know, there's a lot of ego involved in the spiritual community, ironically, you know. And that's that's so, what I think we should we should speak on, because people and I think I think you'd nailed it, you know, with the retreats, the meditation courses, and all this other stuff. It's essentially it's it, it's essentially saying, oh well, I do all these different things. Look at how much more spiritual I am than you. I have all of these different crystals. I have all these different things. Look at how much more spiritual I am than you. That's as you said before at the start of the show, a mask. And I don't really think that there's anything wrong with getting things like Shungai, Organite, uh, uh, pink crystals, obsidian orbs. Any of this. I don't think there's anything tiger's eye. There's nothing wrong with getting these types of things and then practicing them. But what ends up happening, because now we have to, we have to talk about the consumers versus the producers. The consumers think they're getting a benefit and they're being able to use it. It's the producers of such content and of such materials that are using people who are trying to find the spiritual connection and using these items, they're seeing that as like a, as, as, an, as, as I said before, as an opportunity. And so like a drug dealer, this is the best way to describe it. Well, like a drug dealer, like they get these people hooked on these things and they just up the ante from there. Well, here's the thing. Um, like the message we got from Dakota, a lot of, of the case there, like, you know, um, the consumers didn't even get—they didn't even get the end product that they were asking for, or or stuff was missing from the order, or or you know that kind of thing. Um, I truly do believe these in these products, and um, I actually was on a call with one of my customers uh, a few nights ago, saying how the Oregon Pyramid that he did a meditation with. His, his name is Trent. Uh, he, uh, he did a meditation with the pyramid and he said that he had a very, a very profound experience. He said that his th upper three chakras all expanded and he could, he was seeing colors and, and he was seeing different patterns. He was basically going through like a, almost like a psychedelic experience with the pyramid. And, you know, um, by the way, with with these types of healing tools, crystals and organ, psych, near psychic, uh, psychedelic experiences or spiritual experiences um, are are possible. Not with not with everyone, but if you're in the right, if it's the right time for you to experience such spirit deep and profound experiences, and you have the right tool with it, then you can have very profound experiences. So I deeply do believe. And the power of crystals and all these these types of things, like organ energy and stuff like that. And b before we go to break, how about you break down to the audience uh, what break down to the audience how you hand make your own organite and your and I'm, I don't know if you put intentions or any of those types of things in your actual products. But before we go to break, tell the audience about how you hand make your products, why it's important to you, and how there's actual science behind these types of things. So basically, Organite is based on a concept uh, thought of uh, by Wilhelm Reich. The whole or so Wilhelm Reich had a uh, a box called 
he had this he constructed this box called an organ accumulator and he had actually several instruments to detect and uh life force energy and um he had actually had a modified Geiger counter that could detect uh life force energy and so his, basically his anyways his organ uh accumulator box was alternating layers of steel wool and uh fiberglass so uh, sorry steel wool and and um yeah steel wool and fiberglass so the the steel wool was the inorganic the inorganic material and the fiberglass was the organic material now he believed through his research um he concluded i would say through his research that uh Alternating layers of organic and inorganic material can accumulate the the exist the existing uh, ether or life force energy or chi or prana whatever you want to call this energy. It, essentially, it, this energy um, it has many names, and I, I like to refer to it as life force energy or organ. And anyways, this these alternating layers of material. Of organic and organic can accumulate this energy, this this life force energy, and the pyramids are essentially alternating layers and of organic and inorganic materials. Um, so basically, brass shavings and um, black iron oxide is what we use, uh, and what what happens is that when you mix that with resin, it creates what's called micro layers. So it it, it intensifies the number of layers in in the substance in the pyramid. And when you do that, it can accumulate a lot of cheese. So basically, organite is a, a, a more effective way to accumulate this energy and use it. And um, And that's, that energy can be used for different things. You know, it's been reported that from a lot of my customers that they have better basically sleep, better REM cycles, uh, dream recall. Um, and in some very small scenarios, uh, people have profound spiritual experiences. And the reason I believe that happens is because um, because this pyramid is carrying a lot of life force energy uh, that it's accumulated, it, if you have any blockages in your auric field, in your energy body, and you bring a big, you know, a source of organ, of life force energy, it, it, it will shift the energy field and move it and, and make it from, st make it from stagnation to flow. And, um, that's why these products are so powerful is because they have the potential to um, eliminate stagnated energetic your eliminate stagnation in the energy of, uh, in your energy body so um, and what was the other thing you were uh, asking um, EJ uh, just that you know uh, the benefits that people have from it uh, how you guys hand make these things and, and i don't know if you're oh, yeah. i don't we, know if, uh, we, if, have, if, we have we have a team you know i 
So initially, I was the one who handmade everything. But when it got to a point where the orders, you know, just, I had a lot of orders per month. And it just, I had like a lot of orders and I couldn't keep up. So I had to train people. So I trained, um, I trained some people to make these Oregon devices because I couldn't, I couldn't do everything on my own. And, um, so, they, so they, so it's me and my team basically who makes these, you know, and, uh, yeah, but I, I just, I feel like you don't get enough credit for actually having something that's handmade that provides this type of u usefulness, both oh, yeah. physical, well, yeah. I mean, spiritual, and all, mental. All these are all handmade. They're all handmade. Yeah, they're all basically, um, they're hand-poured. We select each and every crystal. Um, you know, we sand and we polish them. We make sure, like, we. there's a lot of love and care that goes into these, each and every one of them. And, um, I think that's important. You know, it's, these are not, it's not like these are made in China, you know? We, we, we hand make these, you know, <laughs> we hand make these in my mom's backyard, you know? <laughs> and again, that's and another part of the that. spiritual aspect that people don't get, dude. Like you're putting your, your energy literally into your work with the intentions of it to do good in other people's lives. And this is what they want to take from people. So, Ezekiel, real quick, I don't know if you want to plug your page or your Indiegogo, but plug those, and then we'll take a quick break. So, yeah, um, you can follow my uh, Instagram page on Revol by going to Revolution. So if you go to Instagram and you just type in Revolution, you can also visit my website. It's com to get yourself some Oregon pyramids and different spiritual-based products. I'll be sure to put those links in the description bar below. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back with our guest, Ezekiel Reyes, of Revolution, I'm going to, I want to, I'm going to say Black's enough to get your page back. We're going to be back with our guest talking about uh, the Rainbow Trap, capitalizing off of consciousness, Oregon energy, and more. Don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction on Fellowship and Freedom with Ezekiel Reyes, and we'll be right back right after this. Salutations, my friends. I'm here to talk to you about, that's right, CBD oil. CBD oil can reduce the risk of relapse among alcohol and cocaine addicts, and you know they're trying to flood us with both. According to a 2013 study published in the British Journal of Clinical Pharmacology, CBD was proven to have these benefits, relieving pain and inflammation, having antipsychotic effects, reducing anxiety, helping to fight cancer, relieving nausea, treating seizures, lowering incidences of diabetes, and also promoting cardiovascular health. Realize that in 2014, Purdue Pharma received FDA approval for an opioid drug that claimed to help curb the opioid addiction. This will actually help you curb your usage of opioids as well as your reliance upon them. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Freedom Faction, out.
back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a information-packed episode, and guess what? We are only scratching the surface. We are ripping the Band-Aid off today. We are joined by Ezekiel Reyes, I'm going to say it, of Blackstone Organite. He's underneath the account right now of Revolution, but you guys can find him at his website at Ezekiel at EzekielsHealingTools.com. I will be sure to put that link in the description bar below. Ezekiel, my man, how are you? Doing well, just drinking some alkaline water right now. <laughs> good man. Some good water. Uh, right it's always important. Before the break, we were talking. It is. There's nothing wrong with electricity. Uh, but, but, but before the break, we were talking about the benefits of oral of it as well. And I don't know if we touched on this, Ezekiel, but doesn't Organite also have the ability to, to sometimes act as a chemtrail buster? Or do I have that confused with Shungite? Mm, you know, I, I, I used to do, so as a kid, I used to do some, some quote-unquote chem busting with some Organite I used to make. So I've been making Organite since I was 14. I'm 26 now, so that's over 10 years. Um, um, and honestly, personally, for me, um, you you need a much larger device to affect the weather. You need what's called the Cloud Buster, uh, which is a big device that with large metal tubes and uh, uh Tubes going through a water a body of water to affect the weather. Um, small devices have a have small effect, but um, to to really affect um, your local weather pattern, you need you need a big Oregon device with copper pipes or steel pipes coming out of it. Because um, Reich had a had a device called the. The um, cloud buster, which he used to manipulate and um, uh, change the concentration of organ in in the atmosphere, and um, you know it was a big device. It wasn't just a little pyramid. I would say little pyramids affect a smaller radius. You know, like you know, you know, a, a decent, you know, small handheld pyramid made correctly can affect your room. But to affect the the weather, you need a bigger device. And I have never really made a huge, a huge, huge device. I made a, I made a quite a big device, but I've never made a, a really one of these days. I plan to make a big Oregon device to to keep my skies clear. Um, but essentially, um, Oregon can bring rain and um, make the skies appear more more blue. As for busting chemtrails, I don't have that much evidence for that um, or ex like experience with that. Um, a lot of this is just based on observation and. I have observed in the past when I had my big chem buster um, that they like peep, they were there was less trails. When I started making organite, 
the helicopters, Black Hawk helicopters, would fly over my mobile home. And there was one day there was like seven or six of them flying super low to my mobile home. And uh-huh. a bunch of bunch of helicopters flying over and over. Because they can detect this energy. They the government has has ways to detect organ and increased organ uh places like places that have increased organ. And um so yeah, I when I started making it I, I there was a lot of aerial activity, a lot of sketchy black helicopters flying super like I'm talking like within two hundred feet uh, uh close to my mobile home. Uh, flying right over the seven of them. That's sketchy. Not, not, is... not, a thousand, not a thousand feet, not two thousand feet, within two to three hundred feet, you know. So I didn't know that, but now, now I have a question of whether or not you've experienced any kind of government interference, any kind of corporate in- interference, or because you've been doing this for 10 plus years. Have you ever experienced any uh, outside interference? I think the most of interference I've I've encountered in my life was energetic through um, a lot of um, I would say demonic or archonic energies were trying to take me down, um, and that's the way because the I I would I. I, I because of who I am, the, the I think the government knows they have to go attack me in a spiritual way because that's where my that's where my power is. My power is deeply rooted in my spirituality, and so they could they they weren't able to intimidate me physically, you know. And by the way, I'm a warrior too in the physical realm too. Like, is if you know if shit goes down in the material world, I'm down. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you. You know, um, so but I'm not intimidated in the physical because I'm strong there too. But they so, um, um, but in the spiritual, that's where they really tried to mess with me. In in the with using using all these different beings trying to really mess up my shit. But that's a whole that's a whole another story for another time. Um. But yes, I ha- to answer your question, I have encountered interferences uh, on some, on at least the astral or etheric level. I would assume and, that oh, it, yeah. all it does is empower you. So yeah, so I, I would I assume that, that interference, all it does is empower you and or embolden you to make more pyramids and to become even stronger in your faith. But sorry to interrupt. Yeah. So, um, what was, what was the, what was the earlier history of dealing with, go ahead. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Dealing with interference. So yeah, it was, it was basically mainly spiritual attacks or spiritual based, um, things. And then the helicopters. The, mo- the most government interference I've received on a physical level was the sketchy helicopters that would fly every week, almost, um, above, so, my, above my mobile to, home. And so to jump back to, to where we are today, 
how does it feel to like have this like to present modern day how does it feel to have this level of interference come from within this air quotes community if you're if you're having the government do this and other types of spiritual attacks how does it feel to you to have like this community that you're trying to be a part of and to help build have people from the outside uh or from the inside attack you it's disheartening, but at the same time, I, 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 it's a, it's a lesson, and it's something that, um, that I'm learning from and evolving. So, you know, a lot of stuff that happens in our lives, um, you know, is meant to, to, we're meant to grow from it, not to stay, not to be bitter about it and stay in it. So, when something like, like this happens, it's an opportunity for us to grow. Not, not only on a, not only just, um, um, you know, on many levels, spiritual, emotionally, mentally, it's a, it's a pretty opportunity for us to grow. And so that's the way I see it. So, yes, it sucks that, you know, this, this stuff happened to me, but at the same time, I, I'm growing from it. So, And that's all you really can do, man. I mean, I, I don't want to talk about, you know, what else happened to you because I don't want to, I don't want to dredge that stuff up. If you want to talk about it, we can. But I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It's like these, these things that are happening to you, they're happening for you to grow so you know who to watch out for in the future. So you know, like yeah. you, as you said before, to gain that discernment because you, you came and yeah. you came at it with arms wide open, hoping for the best intentions, and you got the short end of the stick, man, and that's not right in any of these types of situations. And I think that's what has to be underscored is even in the conscious community, people who, who who preach all this stuff about being spiritual and being you know higher selves and all and all this other stuff at the end of the day they are still people and they do have issues and they're and if they see an opportunity unfortunately they're going to take it and if you're in their way with some with with how these people are these days they're they're gonna they're gonna step over you and so i'm i'm i don't know for me to see you come out on top that's that's a big deal too uh, so, I don't, so real quick, plug your Indiegogo. We'll talk about that, and then let's get into uh, stuff like the Rainbow, the Rainbow Tribe, the generation, the generational work that we have to do, uh, and more. So yeah, um, I'm running an Indiegogo campaign. Um, you can go to Indiegogo and put Oregon Energy or Oregon Devices, or just type in Oregon. And if you want, you can contribute to the campaign and. Um, yeah, uh, there's uh, there's different perks you can select, different products on there, and uh, yeah. And uh, I have the page pulled up right now. You're offering for people that do end up donating to the campaign. You're offering like discounted pyramids and stuff like that as well. Perks that people can essentially buy to contribute. And the reason I wanted to put that in this segment is because people had to understand why you had the Indiegogo in the first place. I remember when I posted it on the page, people literally got the wrong idea. It's like, no, we're trying to get Ezekiel back on his feet, get him back in the fighting space. This is—it's not about money. It's about being able to like contribute to this to this overall community that we're involved in. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about the Indigo campaign. Initially, initially, it was supposed to exalt the business because. This Indigo campaign I've been planning, uh, it's been planned for almost since the beginning of this year. And um, 
I was doing fine. I, I was doing well financially in the beginning of the year. My business was good. You know, I, I had people working for me. Um, people were loving the product. People were happy, you know. And um, it it just so happened that the Indigo campaign released at a time when I, I needed it the most. So things aligned in that way. Um, so by the time the Indigo campaign was released, uh, I was in need of it because essentially the, the campaign was the first intention was that to to put the business at an even higher level to be able to um, serve people at a higher level and um, and that's what and then the, the accounts but I did not expect you know all this you know my both of my accounts to get you know taken or deleted, or whatever you want to call it, or just compromised. <laughs> so, and that's stuff that people still don't get. Like there, we, uh, where I don't want to, I, I really don't want to speak on the behind the scenes stuff that happened. People don't understand what 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 went on in the background to kind of cripple you. And that's what I'm saying. Like trying to get you back on your feet, it's a real deal. Like uh, if you if you don't mind me asking. What other things do you have in mind for for the bit or for your business to do a little better? If you if uh, if you want to explain that well, to the audience, I, I did have an epiphany um, um, last night. Uh, I am I'm not sure. I'm not. Well, basically, um, the business is going to evolve. We're 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 going to revamp everything. We're we're going to change the everything. You know. Um, um, I can't say too much on what the new, the new name or a logo or anything is, is going to be, but it's going to be, my business is going to be going through a, it's going to go through an evolution. There you go. There you go. Don't take it, don't take it standing down, bro. Definitely come back at it and re rebirth yourself like the phoenix. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but you have to, man. Like these trials yeah. and tribulations that you're going through, these are just lessons for you to improve everything you're doing. It's like trimming the fat off. Yeah. You're definitely like turning yourself into a streamlined model of a streamlined, weaponized model of it's, success. It's crazy too, because because while all this is been happening i've actually been losing weight i mean i've been losing weight i guess not because so much of a good reason but um when you're stressed out and going through stuff at your i'm you know at least for me i'm not that hungry and i just haven't been eating that much at all <laughs> so i've been my i've been losing weight and then i'm not saying you should people should starve themselves but i'm saying like um you know once i get back on my feet and i'm doing well again uh, I'm going to consciously go to the grocery store and buy more fruits and vegetables and whole grains and things that are healthy for the body, you know, buy superfoods, spirulina, kale, spinach, broccoli, you know, all these foods that are full of, uh, you know, nutrients, phytonutrients, you know, and so this, this, you know, this whole process has made me reevaluate a lot of things in my life, not just my business, you know. 
you know, the people who I engage with, the food that I put in my mouth, you know, and just a lot of things are being re, re are being re reborn or, or, or changed and shifted. So, and and you know, and I'm, I'm hearing you explain that real now. So, well, well, it's like hearing I mean, you even explain it in that context. You know, it's like 2020 is right around the corner and, and you're having all these life-changing things happen to you. It's like you're essentially preparing yourself to become a better version of yourself for next year. You know, to, to look for, the, to look for the, the kernel of truth or look for, you know, the sunshine and the rain. It's like these, these, these detrimental but at the same time adversarial things that are happening to you are, as you said before, they're just preparing you to be a better version of what you're doing. You're going to revamp and evolve everything you're doing into a more powerful ver into a more powerful version and i just want to say bro like think of, think about it like this too how many other people can say that they are hand making tools that are a benefit for people's spiritual growth you see and you're about to do it even bigger and better than that that's that's what i think that's what i want to i want to underline is the fact that you are doing something to where you're able to 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 improve your life as well as the uh, the, as well as other people's lives, and you're actually going to improve that. That's that's the that's the big thing. It's being able to help people and then moving forward in your own personal growth. The money that comes with, it, but the effect, but the ability to actually provide information and a usefulness in other people's lives. That's the big takeaway. And people, as we were talking about in the first segment, certain people that try to use legalese to take that from you, they're just a bunch of cowards and bean counters. And that's what I'm saying. You're you're because yeah. because you're operating in a different space. You're deciding to use these things to pro to propel you to do better. These people who operate in trickery and deception, they're just looking for deeper ways to screw people over. That's not how you operate. You're over here trying to provide people with a usefulness, something they can't comprehend. And so I I, I just want to commend you on that, man. Thank you, thank you, man. Yeah, I mean, yes, um, you know. My 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 business is a business made from love. You know, like everything that I do in my life is to be of service to other people. And the reason I am service to other people because there there is love in my heart for humanity, and that's why I do anything. That's the reason I do anything in this life is because there is love in my heart, not only for the creator, but but for humanity and the way I serve the creator because I am a servant of the creator. I'm a servant of what you would call God or spirit or whatever you want to call it. Uh, the way I'm service to the creator is I serve humanity. And this is one way I do it. And think about it. You're actually committing to that mission. You're, you're, you're consciously committing to not only God and creator, but but to bettering humanity as a whole. And when we talked about people in the first segment of the show, shady, sneaky, sketchy, selfish people, that's they're only looking out for themselves. They're only looking out for the bottom line. They're not they're not employing people, bro. They're not hand making things at their family's house. They're over there behind their phone, giggling like little schoolyard girls, trying to figure out ways to screw people over. You're, as I said before, you're providing a service and a usefulness that most really couldn't comprehend. And that's, that's the big yeah. takeaway. And I, I think this would be a good way for us to switch into talking about stuff like the Rainbow Tribe 
and again, the generational work that we have to do, because we, as, as rough and, as rough and as mean as it sounds, talking about this type of stuff, you don't want to call people out. You, you more or less want to call out the behaviors that are that are causing these issues. And so yeah. this, well, let, I, let's switch in, up. In the, transition, in the transition to the crystals and the rainbow and the, all the different children that are coming into this planet and incarnating. I want to say that the what I'm creating, ultimately, one of the things that I want to create uh, with the community who are using spiritual-based products is a community of people who who um, who where you can facilitate free workshops and and meetups in the spiritual community to to be of benefit. That's one of the visions I also have is to create. Um, a community of people where we can meet up and we can interact and share our knowledge and wisdom, have, you know, different free information and free meetups and um, um, stuff like that. And the reason I say free is because um, why would I, why would I need to charge for courses or anything like that when I already have, when I already have money from the actual physical product, like the organ or a chakra bracelet or a shungai. I wouldn't need to charge for for giving for these courses for courses that I want to create because I already I already would have had money from from the uh, from selling organ or stuff. So that's why. So essentially, lead, um, a lot of the 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 people in their twenties uh, or mid twenties, late twenties are, are a lot of them are indigos and uh, crystal children, and some are hybrids. Now, what does this mean? Um, this basically means that... It, it's, so keep in mind that these are just labels that uh, are being used because clairvoyance, people who have high-developed uh, psychic abilities, have been able to see certain energetic colors and traits within certain age groups and, and uh, uh, of individuals and so a simply a simply put a rainbow child crystal child or indigo child is a a a it's a spiritual being a, a highly advanced spiritual being that incarnated into a human body and these beings typically don't come from earth you know they come from other dimensions other planets and, um, you know, the, these are highly evolved spiritual beings and very, a lot of the times, very loving, very loving uh, beings or they have, they carry some sort of wisdom and they come to this earth to incarnate, to bring, to bring and share wisdom to humanity and, and, and assist in humanity's transition into a, a state of higher consciousness and, and more love and light and more peace on this planet and, because this planet is going through some major shifts, and um, these these in crystals, indigos, and rainbows are needed here to grid the energy of the planet because they they are in a higher vibration than most people on this planet, and it, they're here to assist to facilitate um, that vibration to basically be as anchors of that of the, the vibration that. The planet is going through. The planet is going through major um, upgrades in vibration. The vibration has been constantly going higher. 
I like how you explain that, how how they're needed. I'm not sure if you said grid or ground, but I like how you explain they're, they're, that, how these people... Yeah, these people, they're, they're, these, these people, you know, people like me and you, and a lot of people in our age group, uh, are, we're... We are needed to grid the energy, to ground the energy, to what it, what it, it, um, to anchor it is what I was using. Anchor the energy to basically stabilize the energy on the planet, because we naturally have, um, we're older beings, our, our, who we truly are, you know, our spiritual beings, and we just happen to have, are just a little bit more advanced than the than, no. I'm not saying that we're better or worse or whatever. I'm just saying that there's different levels of evolution to a spiritual, to a being. We're all spiritual beings on this planet, but we're not all the same. We, we, we all come from different places and, um, you know, and it's simply put the crystals and the indigos are, are, has just had more lifetimes of experience to have gained more more wisdom and knowledge so as a spiritual being now we've we've had guests on the show that call we've had guests on the show uh, that talk about always having that feeling as if they've never fully been from earth we've had people call in the shows and tell us you know about how they how they feel as if they were born in a different time in a different space and not even being human and i think people already inherently get that feeling of 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 not really being fully human, of being like a spiritual person, experiencing like a human moment, and so that's 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 what I'm getting from what you're saying is we're we're not better than anybody, we're not smarter than anyone, we're not any of these things. We're just trying to say that there is a different time, a different epoch, a different age, a different generation that we are from, or a different generation that we're supposed to be in to do this type of work. You know, and 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 I want to I want to pitch this question to you uh, because I'd, I'd be very curious to hear your thoughts. But do you think because people get caught up in the rat race, the chasing of the almighty dollars, the materialism, do you think that that's what sometimes stifles people's ability to access this deeper divine energy uh, and, and really understanding who they are? Well, that's an interesting question, and I will answer it in two parts. So first, for the um, for the uh, more for the for for the sake of this conversation, for uh, I will use for the more advanced spirit or soul in, uh, on, incarnated on this planet, um, their intuition is so on point that um, even though even though they grew up with some programming childhood programming school programming societal programming their 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 spiritual compass will always guide them back to their path always like and um and so let's say okay so let's say um let's just let's just uh let's just say a, a guy named Alex or whatever he he goes to he goes to the school system and he um, initially he's like let's just say he he's studying to become a lawyer, um, but 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 Alex deep down has always known that or has always had a feeling that's not what he really wants to do. He's actually an artist uh, at heart, 
And, um, but in, in that person's life, there's going to be a shift. Um, there's going to be uh, something that, that will always bring him back to where he needs to go. You know, maybe some, you know, maybe, um, he starts posting artwork on online. He gains traction and someone approaches him that has, you know, some, some, some wealth or, and it, it takes him into the path he was meant to go. So, so a lot of, a lot of people who, who, who are, uh, who are highly, highly evolved incarnating here, their compass is, is, is always very strong, um, to guide them on the right path in this life. And so they're, they're not very susceptible to programming, um, because, um, it, spirit will always guide them to the right path. Um, okay, so that's the first part. Is, um, that's the first part. Now, and so now the second part. For, for a person who, for an, just an average individual on this planet, um, who is, is not, who's just, who's been on this planet, on this, who's been on this earth a lot of times and is from earth initially, um, it will take that person, it, it will take that person many lifetimes to, to strengthen their, their spiritual compass. Like, um, I'm not saying it's not possible for them to, to, to gain spiritual insights and wisdom and, and all these things, um, through meditation or yoga or, or spiritual practice or reading or, or anything like that. I'm just saying that. For the average individual, for them to access um, this sort of information is a lot more difficult because their compass is is not as strong because they have not had the lifetimes of experience to 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 really guide them through you know that path. So the way they have to learn is they have to make a lot of mistakes. Now we all make mistakes, but they have to make some very serious mistakes that that can um, oft, often put them on on the wrong path, you know? And that's the way they, they I, that's the way how, how they have to learn. Now, keep in mind this is a paradox because, um, and you know, the way, because for the average individual, not being on the path is kind of what they have to do. And, um, because, you know, they have to gain more lifetimes of experience, you know, keep reincarnating. Um, so if they're presented with spiritual information, let's say Bob, who lives in the South, you know, he's presented, he's presented with the concept of, um, meditation. He might say, oh, like that. That's that's kind of weird. Like, I don't. I'm Christian. That's the devil, or something like that. You know, they um, they're they are less um, they're less open to that kind of information or or that kind of wisdom. So, um, they have a higher time accessing us. So, I'm saying for the person that is ready, it. 
they they will access that information because it's part of their life path. So, for the person who is ready to access spiritual wisdom and knowledge, conscious knowledge, oh, um, esoteric knowledge, metaphysical knowledge, any of this type of stuff, um, it will it they will access it when it's their time, and um, that's why I say that's why I had to clear. I had to put it in two parts because it's it's it's. It's it's a very uh, nuanced kind of, at least for me, it's a really nuanced kind of kind of, kind of question that I had to break it down. Well, I, I I hear you, you know, but and, and now I have a <laughs> now I have a kind of another weird question to throw out, uh, kind of at you. You know, we were mentioning with uh, whenever you were making your organite years ago uh, with the helicopters and even today some of the the spiritual attacks that you're facing and that, that that you face when you go down the path, would you consider that more indication of the validity of everything that we're talking about? Like you would like you wouldn't be existing or you wouldn't be uh you wouldn't be experiencing this level of resistance if there wasn't any validity to what you're doing through the attacks, through the surveillance, through some of the interference. Do you well, think that 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 leads more credence I, to is, to the the validity of it? I, I don't want to say this out of ego, but I will say this. I be, I know that I'm I'm I was I've been constantly attacked throughout my life with various forms, spiritual the the counselors, the people in my spiritual community the people in the spiritual community you know all this. You know, I used to be heavily bullied as a kid. I, I've been through a lot of shit in my life, like a lot of shit. And um, I believe, I know that I am attacked because I have, I'm a very powerful spiritual being. And um, people always, t people clairvoyants always tell me, or, or people who have access to their spiritual gifts tell me that I have a huge aura. And... I actually did an aura. I actually did an aura reading, and the size it, it shows you on this aura. I actually have a picture with me right now, which I'm gonna. I'm not sure if you're familiar with aura aura pictures. Are you? Uh, kind of. I had my aura read. They said it was blue, but this was years ago. But please continue. So so okay. So there's a machine that can actually take pictures of your aura. And it gives you information. <laughs> it gives information of each chakra color, um, your state of mind, your mood, and you basically there's this machine where you put your hand on some sensors, and there's a there's a camera, and it takes a picture of your auric field. And this is called Carillion photography. For those of you who don't know. Yep. Now. Yep. Tell them. So, anyways, um, this the size of an aura. So, the size of uh, uh, the, the scale goes from ten to a hundred, and my aura size was max on on the scale. They can max the scale, um, <coughs> and um, people always tell me like. You, you have a powerful energy about you and all this stuff. So, 
I believe that I've been heavily attacked all my life because they don't want to see me succeed because they know what I'm going to do in the future, you know? Yes. And I, I, have, I have one more question for you, Ezekiel, then we'll take a quick break. <laughs> because now you're, now you're speaking my language. My question to you is with with the arc and the etheric field with literally being able to manifest like the aether do you think that's what your gift is by creating like the organite i'm constantly telling the audience and other people that being in this being in this position having access to all these different spiritual senses and abilities we have got to figure out a creative way to transmute that divine energy here for the world do you think that that is do, do you think your ability is creating organite for people to have these types of positive experiences. And then the second question, I'll, the second question, I'll wait till we come after the break to do. <laughs> All right, ask the first question again. Make it clear. Do you think, uh, do you think, man, do you think creating Organite is your ability to manifest your, uh, your, your aura or your etheric field? I, I think creating Organite or Organ Energy Pyramid uh, is a way to to manifest this um, my spiritual energy in this world, in the physical world. So that's yeah, what I think. Sick. And yeah, and you know, I do imbue the object when I when I when I when I gift. Someone, when I give a spiritual gift to someone, like a crystal or an organ piece or sage, I always charge it with my spiritual energy, and I can I can actually feel energy going through my body when I when I concentrate. I can imbue creators and my energy into the object. So when I uh, when I gift something to someone, I charge it. And I can, when I'm charging it, I feel the energy running through my hands and my legs into that object. So, so, um, but basically, um, um, yes, uh, when, when I create something like Oregon Pyramids or Organite, that is an expression of who I am on a, a spiritual per a being. Bringing my 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 spirit from from Creator from whatever you want to call it, God uh, into the physical world. Now that's just one expression, by the way. I have other expressions as well. I want to get into those expressions, but I also want to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll ask Ezekiel the second part to my question. And more. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction and Ezekiel Reyes on Claxton Organite on Fellowship and Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this.
salutations, ladies and gentlemen. It is all laughs, cackles, and shenanigans in between the show with our guest, Ezekiel Reyes of formerly known as Black Sun Organite. He's my man. How are you? I was good, homie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, For people that are tuning in now, before the break, uh, we were talking about Karelian photography, auric fields, etheric fields, uh, and I had asked Ezekiel the question of does he feel like by making Organite, uh, if that's his, his ability, if that's his spiritual ability to essentially transmute the divine into the physical. And on this, in this segment, I want to ask Ezekiel this type of question. Uh, what are ways to manifest that divine energy? Because we had talked briefly about, about the Rainbow Tribe, the Rainbow Warriors, and how a lot of people that are being born these days uh, are here to do the type of spiritual work that you're doing, to do the type of work that we're doing with the, with the shows and the network. Uh, what are ways that you can suggest to the audience for them to de- for them to manifest their divine energy, be it through art, uh, crafts, uh, through other various things? What would you recommend? Well, I would say, I mean, I, get, I think the way I would ask that question is, how could you bring forth divine energy or how can you express it, you know? But in, uh, but in order to answer this question, I'll, I'll say a couple things. So first, a simple way to feel your own divine self and to feel tap into the energy is through a, a practice, a spiritual practice. Now, for me, it's through prayer and through meditation. And so when I sit in meditation, I sit with my back straight up, lost uh, legs crossed. I take a deep breath. Exhale, and imagine a light, a gold and white light, sometimes pink, because pink is actually uh, divine love. Green is love of the earth, is love of the earth. Pink is is the color of divine love. But I, I, I imagine these colors coming to the top of my head through all my chakra systems, all my energetic uh, systems, and I ground it into the earth. And when I do this, I can feel pulsation. I can feel circulation of energy because I, I was, I'm, I'm very sensitive to energy. So when I start tapping into this, I can start feeling divine come through me. Now, this is one way to, to access the divine. Another way divine is that the divine shows up in your life is that like when you, let's say like, like, for example, like when you go through a shitty process, and um, let's say you've had a lot of bad stuff happen in your life, and um, if that is actually a transition, an evolution process to better things in your life, and when starts up happening in your life, starts manifesting after like a shitty, maybe a shitty period in your life, that's that's also actually expression of the divine. So remember, like a new girlfriend. Uh, more money in your bank. Uh, that that's expression of the divine because um, you are at a higher frequency and attracting things. Like you know, if you heard the law of attraction, you're attracting. You attract what you are, and if there's more divine, more higher vibration energy going through you, 
you're going to attract these things into your life, you know. Um, you're going to attract yes. the partner that you've always wanted. Maybe the, 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 the car you've always wanted, or, or, you know, what have you. So that's, what's this one way the divine enters your life is through the physical realm. Now, the third way you can kind of tap in and work with the divine is through expression of artwork, you know. Um, so I actually, um, uh, I, I used to paint a lot. With, I used to paint a lot of landscapes and psychedelic artwork. And I still doodle and I still draw from time to time. And that's one way I'm channeling the divine from, from me, from creator, to the physical, you know. And that's the one way it's expressed as well, through artwork. So what we can do, we can, um, we can start being creative. That's one way. We can be creative. We can have a spiritual practice, you know. And we can also, so be creative, have a spiritual practice. And the, lastly, the third thing is that when you go through your life and going through different experiences, make sure that you grow from your experiences and that you you transmute the pain or suffering or anything that's going inside of you, you transmute it and you grow from it. Because that's also working with the divine, you know? Um, so remember those three things. But, you know, any sort of spiritual practice, yoga, meditation, prayer, whatever, whatever it is for you. Mindful walking is also... Uh, any, any type of creative, whether that's play, uh, art, any type of um, painting, dance, um, theater, you know, that expression. And the third expression, the third uh, way the divine works through you is through your real life experiences and how you, how you um, are able to to basically, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Here? So when something when something happens in your life, how you're able to react with it? Like how do you react? To it? Like if you, you know, if your car broke down, are, are you gonna, are you going to see it as just something that happened, or are you gonna see it as uh, are you something bad? Are you gonna see it as something that just something really bad that happened and you're feeling really shitty, or are you gonna you're like, oh, okay, that happened, but it's okay because, you know, every, you know, a day from now, two days from now, everything will be fine. So, those three things, you know. Dur during the break, we were talking about, uh, we were talking about your 10 plus years of working with Organite and how, and this is important, you've been doing this before social media. You've been oh, doing yeah. this before social media. People are people are coming into this 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 awareness of, of spirituality of things like organite. They're coming into it because it's either trendy, it makes them a few dollars, or because it looks pretty. You didn't. You've been doing this before that whole schism mindset was in, injected into society. You had initially done this to help people. Do you want to speak a little bit more about that? Because I, again, I think that that yeah that so is. That's so more I, of, of I, your experience. I, I, I was the first, I was one of the pioneers of being weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. 
the pioneer of weird. <laughs> pioneer of being a weird spiritual little kid, you know. Um, Welcome to the show. But yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was into, you know, I was into a lot of different things when I was a kid. I was into like, the, I was into like, I, I used to listen to David Icke, you know, he was talking about the reptilians and but at, at 14, this is the time where I was, I was reading a lot about extraterrestrials and conspiracies and uh, spirituality and, and sacred geometry. This is back, keep in mind, 2014, this is when the internet was like, when like, there was like really like, like think of websites, how they look now and think how websites look like 12, 12 years ago. They look like, stu- with like the, super, like, like, with Flash like, and all the gifts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was on, there were spiritual websites that looked super bland, and that's where I was looking through, like, I was looking through all this information, and there was, like, so many, like, old, super old websites that I was on. And, uh, I was <clears throat> looking, you know, through all that, I, that's how I stumbled upon Oregon Energy and making organized. And that's how I decided to make, started decided to make this because I was fascinated with the concept. You know, there's this there's this website used to used to be called the Etheric Etheric Warrior Forum. It was super active back in the day, um, back before social media and Instagram. Um, this website was where all the pioneers of Oregon were, and I was one of I was part of the website. You know. Um, I, I, I was a member and I, I, um, I basically, uh, would, would talk, you know, we'd all interact, talk about our Oregon, uh, Oregon experiences. And I looked there, I, I remember seeing this picture where, um, they placed Oregonite in a, like a big garden and, uh, someone took a picture, this, this, uh, days later, someone took a picture where all the organite was, and there were spirit, there were spirit orbs all in the picture, blue, white, and yellow orb all over in the picture. Uh, it, the organite actually brought really positive, high vibrational spirits into the area, and this was a picture I remember very vividly that I saw on that form, on the warrior form. Uh, and so, um, I've been, so I've been at this for a long time and I just, I have so many different memories and experiences from, from all those years ago of, of, of being in the trenches, basically in the organized community, in the organized community, because back then the organized community was, was way more legit because it wasn't about, you know, who had the most followers, who who was the biggest brand and who, like, you know, all this stuff nowadays. Back then, it was about helping the planet, you know? And it still is. Of course, it still is, but it's just because because spirituality has become so popular, there's been, there's, it, there's so much ego involved in a lot of things, not just the Oregon or organized community. You know? Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree. And I, 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 I thoroughly, I feel you too. I was that kid on, on, uh, 
on coast to coast forums, on paranormal forums, on just like things before Reddit, just looking for the stories and trying to figure out all this stuff. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about, getting swept up in that because it, it was all about the information. It wasn't necessarily about the glorification of these things. And things are things are things are different these days. Uh, but I want to I want to speak. I want to ask you a question real quick. And we had talked about it beforehand. I'll see if I can try to phrase this the right way. Um, you were you were mentioning how you had you had had with through Karelian photography you had your aura shown, uh, and you just now mentioned that with old school pictures we could see ores, we could see these spirit entities around certain objects. Uh, oh yeah. Well, one one, one question I have for you is 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 do you do you think they remove that ability that lens that ability for us to capture photography or to capture spirits on photography? And then the second question is, uh, do you think by, by working with these types of materials, you're, you're either strengthening your spirituality or, or letting other, uh, letting other, other worldly energies work through you? So the first question is, so spirits will show themselves if they want to. They can, they can show themselves in regular photography if they want to be seen. Um, so, when the when the person took the photo of all those orbs, the spirits wanted to be seen. They wanted to be shown the presence. So, um, it was it was uh, that's how that worked. Um, they just simply wanted to be seen, and so um, because at the time of those photos, uh, two thousand seven, two thousand six. There's major energetic shifts on the planet, and a lot of a lot of stuff was changing. So, <clears throat> so um, what was the second question? Uh, and the second question uh, was: Do you think that that well, what's a better way to phrase this? By working on the organite, do you think there's otherworldly energies working through you? It's like these these spirits that are made that are there. Do you think they're giving okay, you so, yeah. that? They, they can, but um, they have to have your permission. They can't just work through you if they don't have your permission. Like any spirit that is on the side of uh, on the side of good, any spirit that has good intentions will not interfere with you unless you allow it to. Ultimately, anything. Any any spiritual entity will will not interact with you unless there is some sort of agreement or uh, some sort of level of allowance. Unless they're invited in. Oh, I mean, this goes deeper because people who get abducted by aliens or have spiritual encounters have already made a, a uh, have already made uh, agreements before coming to this life. And that gets back and, into in, back into being a rainbow tribe or being part of being part of, of of a of a certain part of the spiritual collective that agreed to come here to do the work. I know exactly what you're and talking about. A lot of times, all the negative stuff that happens are also agreements to make you grow, <clears throat> so that you can grow in this life. So, all of the negative entities I encounter were were also agreements and uh, before I incarnated to make sure that I grew from them. So 
this, this might seem like a silly question, but uh, more recently, have you experienced like any type of any type of spiritual or autoerotic attacks? I would figure because nope. of the place that you're, yeah, because of the place that you're at, the the lifestyle that you've created, the abilities that you've developed, living in this lifestyle, I would figure that they that they literally do not have uh, the right to be in your life. They, I've I've gotten to the point in my life where I have a more sense of inner peace and love in my heart, and so a lot of that stuff is is not in alignment with who I am right now. So it's not really happening, you know. A lot of psychic attacks and stuff like that don't don't happen to me anymore. And that's going to be that leads me to my next question, and this is this is more or less gener- directed towards the audience. Right, and and yourself as well. But do you think that people who don't necessarily have that awareness of self or that awareness of their spirit, do you think that they are uh, more susceptible to these attacks because they don't have that that kind of grounded, centered approach towards who they are? And, well, and, and they're, they're more susceptible because they haven't there are there aren't in alignment with who they are. You know, when you're in alignment with who you are, you there's no reason for those types of things to happen. Yes, bad shit can still happen, but at that point, you know how to grow from it. Like, I agree. stuff can still happen, you know, stuff can still happen, like, in the physical realm, and maybe you'll get, like, you know, a spirit knocking at your door wanting to do something, but at that point, you are, you are at a level of consciousness where you can decide not to, to engage with it, you know? <clears throat> And it definitely tries to show up. I, I really feel like the, I don't want to give any credit to the adversaries or anything like that, but it's tricky. And that's what I mean by the deception, the manipulation, the cowardice. And as you said before, the only way it, it the only way it's able to take hold is if there's an agreement made. It's like we have Halloween coming up, right? Uh, you know, I love Halloween, even though I know I'm not supposed to, but people that that invite all this death and this destruction and this negativity in their life and they can't understand how they're in these cycles that they've been in it's like well look at what you're surrounding yourself with you're wanting peace yet you're yet you're inviting in all these negative things you're and this ties into what we were talking about beforehand literally coming full circle at the start of the show people that are using spirituality as a mask just because they're they're coming in the name of peace love and light even the devil can masquerade as an angel of light and that's what it comes down to, is developing that discernment, that spiritual awareness, to where you're able to detect what is actually good, seek after the good, and stay away from the evil. Would you agree? I would say that, yes, that when, when you're at a certain level of consciousness, your intuition will tell you immediately if, what, if the being you're interacting with have good intention. And, you know, a lot of these beings can communicate telepathically, and so um, it's always important to to pay attention to the feeling, to the feeling you get. The, the first feeling you get from a being is the deciding factor, because at that point your intuition is strong enough to, to know you know, and that intuition comes from creator. So <clears throat> that's and, you know, and 
And and to go to go back to the Halloween thing, uh, there's actually in Mexico there's the Day of the Dead, which is actually an honoring of of the ancestors who have passed away. I would say that that so the Day of the Dead is comes from uh, native cultures and the native culture in Mexico, the indigenous people, and so <clears throat> I would say that's a more conscious way of of uh, going about of perceiving the dead. So well, it's like you're you're putting in that conscious intention instead of revel instead of like reveling in the death and in de- the decay and the negativity. You're more or less honoring that part of the overall process. You know, even you're even in death, God creates. So yeah, um, and so the day of the dead uh, is an honoring of our of the ancestors, like. And the day of the dead, you know, you you go and you you place food and and flowers to your ancestors and you honor them. And um, I don't I don't really know too much about Halloween, but it definitely has a a basically like a kind of kind of malice kind of undertone, you know, like a little like you know a really deceptive undertone. But because if you're a conscious person. You can actually still celebrate Halloween and, in a conscious way and, and not let not let any of this interference affect you. But if you're an if you're not at a level you know you are and know um, what your boundaries are, then stuff like Halloween can affect you on a very you know deep negative spiritual level. You know, so with anything is the energy. You the the way you interact with something, whether it's good or bad, is it, it and the energy, the intention, the intention behind it really can't. Um, the intention behind what 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 we how you are interacting with something is the, is a determining factor whether um, it it can affect you. It, it can affect you in a negative way. So, like. If you, you can, you could still like celebrate Halloween with your friends and have a good time, as long as you're conscious. As long as you're conscious and your intentions are good, you know you that um, you know all these entities can't really affect you because if, if an entity comes knocking at your door or starts telepathically talking to you without your consent, then um, then you know not to interact with it any further. So it's just about, it's about having discernment in, at Halloween, because yes, Halloween is coming up, and so just have discernment, um, and you could still, you can still celebrate with your friends and have fun. So. <clears throat> we, yet to, to start wrapping stuff up, uh, this is the kind of, as this question, a few more things I want to start ending it with. But, you know, one of the things we constantly talk about over here on the show is the green mirror and the black mirror. The green mirror being nature, revealing to you what you need, and the black mirror being technology, showing what you want. Uh, would you say that through, 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 the, through addicting us to technology and things like, the, like social media, would you say that they're actually teaching us to turn off that intuition 
where we can learn discernment through 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 experience and through trial and error would you say that they're 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 teaching us to turn off our intuition well i think uh, the technology of today is meant to disempower us in a spiritual level um however um um, technology can be created in a in a way that's harmonious with nature. That's not what we have currently on this planet. The technology, like Instagram and Facebook, is meant to um, get us addicted to it. To ha- it's it's a mind control program, basically. To so when we go on Instagram, we're like scrolling and scrolling, and we're not even thinking about it. And sometimes. We, we go on these social media platforms and we don't even realize that we went on social media. We just are, it's like, a, we just mindlessly do it. So this is a way to, to yes, to like lower intuition. But when you know about this, that it's, that's what it's used for, then you can consciously use Instagram to spread, um, you know, good content, like how, like what you do with, um, Freedom Faction, you're using Instagram to post, you know, material that can wake people up. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, uh, you, you, like I said, um, I would agree that the technology from today's technology is, is meant to disempower us. Um, but, but, that doesn't mean we have to let it, you know. Precisely. I think well, that that's what that's whenever you were like what you were just discussing with Halloween. That's where you have to have like the intention, being fully aware of what these things are designed for, and either a engaging in what they're designing for, or b redirecting and weaponizing it for your own purposes. And that's what people really need to understand is that they have the ability to do these things. They just have to take those two extra seconds to be conscious of what of what to be conscious of what they're doing and put their own intention into it because as you said, it is a social it is a mind control program. And whether or not we think we are like susceptible to it, it, it it's 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 having its effect. The entire world has a social media and is involved in it. But the question is, is what are you contributing? Or are you just participating in the mind control program? And that's where people really need to start thinking these days. And so to, to, to come full circle, we have to be, even even in this new landscape, we have to be cautious of, of these different types of people, of scam artists, of people coming in the name of light when really they're here to just reach into your pockets, you know, and take what you got. We have to be aware of these types of things because you don't really you don't really know how to have discernment on social media people are able to make things look so perfect and cute and present it to you in the way that they want you to perceive it that we don't really take the time to really learn to read between the lines. And so uh, just to kind of to, to, to just put a pin on this, people have to learn discernment, intuition, learn to trust their gut, and really get the bigger picture as to what's going on and be cautious of what you allow in your life. You know, I, I was talking with a buddy of mine before the show about a paranormal story he was asking me about how, uh, or he was telling me how he had visited one of his old houses and how even whenever he was a kid, you know, he was, he had got weird vibes there, had some strange experiences. And he was asking me, do you think that spirits can attach yourself to places or to things? And I said, heck yeah, they can attach themselves to places, 
people, uh, objects, and all these things. And it's the same way uh, with, with social media these days. People don't think about the little, the little two cents or the little two percent they give to social media and how it affects them and how that leaves with them as well. So they have to, so people really have to begin to understand these things. Uh, but Ezekiel, so we can start wrapping things up. Uh, what are, what are final words that you want to leave to the audience real quick? Um, let's see. I just want to say that if you're right now and if on your, on, you know, living your life and living the spiritual path or just living your life in general, that make sure that you do the, the inner work that that is necessary for you to keep growing. Like, you know, um, if you have a childhood trauma, if and you're seeing, if you still need to process it, process it. You know, go um, uh, integrate it, like transmute it. You know, because when we do our inner spiritual work, our emotional work. All these things that puts us at a higher level of consciousness and that that opens our heart more so what I want to leave to the audience is I make sure that you you do the inner work that you need to do you know and that you learn from your experiences do the inner work you need to do whatever that means to you and learn from the experiences in your life the good and the bad I couldn't agree more and real quick, before you go, where can people find you now? I've been saying Black Sun Organite all episode. <laughs> where can people find more of your work? So you can find my work at EzekielHealingTools.com. And you can also message me on um, Revolution. And um, if you're local, you can um, type in Ezekiel Reyes on Facebook and send me a message. Oh. I'll be sure to put all those and more in the description bar below. Again, Ezekiel, I want to say thank you for coming on and talking about these types of things, man. I know it was it was it was rough uh, what you went through, but I'm definitely glad that you shared the positive experiences of what you went through with us and the audience, man. Thank you for coming on. All right, cool. Peace, man. Stay strong, brother. Later. And there he goes. Ezekiel Reyes of Black Sun Organite forward slash at Revolution. I will be sure to put uh, all of his information in the description bar below uh, for his website as well as his Instagram uh, so you guys can go find some more of his information as well as his Indiegogo if you guys want to donate or even purchase one of these, 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 these Organite pyramids and help that way uh, because people really have to understand that you're not going to have this level of, of authenticity of just like genuine approach towards these types of topics from, from a lot of people these days. And that's why I wanted to talk about, you know, the ego that people have when it comes to spirituality, the deception that we have to deal with again, learning that discernment, finding intuition and all these things, because when it, when it comes to this level of personal growth and personal development, you're unfortunately not going to find an answer on a spicy meme on a page that you like. You're going to find the answer, as Ezekiel said in his closing words, doing the inner work, healing the...
deeply digging into who you are and then expressing it for the world. And that's usually what people end up getting when they, when they see these cute uh, memes. They're, they're essentially getting, uh, they're getting the review of somebody else's experience, and that's why they like it. But what you have to understand is you have to go through your own experiences and conquer them and come out on top. That's the key thing that a lot of people miss with this spirituality. And as Ezekiel said at the start of the show, with all these people who, who have these ridiculously priced retreats, these, these books and courses on meditation, and it all boils down to how much time you're willing to spend with yourself to do the work to become a better version of yourself. And no one can offer that to you. We've been saying this on the flagship show all the time, more so recently. Uh, who offers you your future? Is it Google? Is it Facebook? Is it YouTube? Is it Instagram? Is it any of these types of platforms? Or is it you that takes the time to sculpt it? That's what needs to be talked about. And a lot of these spiritual gurus, these people that do these twin flame readings over the, over the phone, really think about these things. Really, really think about what you were committing to because your spiritual growth, like a workout, should never be cheated by you because you're only doing a disservice to yourself. And that's why I want to say, again, thank you to Ezekiel Reyes for coming on and talking about these types of things in so many different ways. Again, you're not going to find somebody that's hand-making organite in today's society, at least domestically, doing these types of things. And that's what people need to understand. It's, it's being able to put that conscious intention, being able to put that love, as we said before, manifesting that divine energy into something here physical and then giving it to other people. So I'd like to leave you good folks with that. What are different ways that you can manifest divine energy and share it with us? These are the types of things that are going to heal the world and more. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this episode, being a part of history as we try to figure out, figure out all these things. If you guys have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noisera. Freedom Faction, and Ezekiel Reyes, a Black Sun Organite, out.